the world famous Tony Williams in the house. Man, <laughs> man, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm gonna start off by saying uh, I'm jealous that you have skills that I don't have. Oh man, you're an amazing talent, bro. Oh, thank you. And we're real, really happy to have you here, man. Thank you. Shout out to our girl Shirley for hooking this up. What's up, Cheryl? Definitely shout to Cheryl's. I want to start off by asking you this: you you grew up in Oklahoma City, and you were playing the saxophone by what age seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, my first instrument was a horn, but there was always instruments around the house: pianos, organs, other. Mom, aunts, grandparents, everybody played, you know, so it was just always music around. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you got you, you got involved singing in the church. No doubt. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, when did you, what was the turning point in your career that, that you would say was like, it was, it was like, man, this is amazing. Like, what was the big thing in your career that was just amazing turning point for you well actually it probably started long before anybody else before i was exposed to the public and i thought i think it's it's that point in everybody's career where they develop what their thing is and mine mine developed in a time because you know it's one of those things uh you know i've been doing music well actually i was in my first you know going back to my college days um Growing up, you know, this was in the 80s. Were I'm, you a I'm college a, dropout? I was a college dropout. No pun intended. College dropout, no doubt. <laughs> Talk about, about your dealings with Kanye West in a minute. Yeah, but, you know, it was a thing. So coming up, and this is, you know, 80s, so I'm real old. By school. the way, you did better than me because I didn't even, I made it one semester in college. That was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, so I came up as a, you know, I cut my teeth on funk music, you know, so it was pretty one-dimensional just coming on back during that era when, R&B was pretty much soul funk and and that's where um you know my foundation was but then um had some things and I I got almost to a peak where I thought things were going to go real well and they went real bad and it just kind of scarred me and it was a, like a 2 year period early 90s where I didn't even listen to music really yeah yeah like so there was like an era from like 90 to 92 and i think that was like Pog, boogie the fuji my producer uh, nancy nora uh, can relate Pac, uh biggie the fuji's uh did i did i just kind of missed i had to go back and catch up on it and didn't work now yeah. she, not, she didn't want to be seen behind the camera <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> yeah. so you years. get it yeah so i had to go back and catch up on a lot of music <laughs> But but what happened was I transitioned. Actually, I was it was in the transition where I was moving from L.A. back to the Midwest or the Southwest Midwest where I where I grew up, transitioning back and it just wanted to just kind of gradually, you know, once you have the bug, you got the bug, and right. it's like okay, I gotta get back and doing my thing, and uh, I moved. I ended up in Dallas, Texas, okay. and I was started. Uh, I spent some years in Dallas. I did yeah. KKDA. Okay, okay, okay. Those my, my, yeah, my yep. people. Okay. Uh, and so I was just kind of hitting up in like some of the local papers, just like in the classifieds. That was back when we did it actually in paper. Um, like new, new guy in town looking for some bands. These are my influences. And no funk bands call me. They were like all alt rock bands. Cause Deep Ellum. Deep Ellum, yes. Yeah. Tripping Daisy, the Toadies. That's back in that okay. era. And so I started getting calls from all these alternative bands. And so I was like, hey, what the hell? I just want to sing. And But it was in that period. So I started singing. I was very influenced by the nine, early, late early 90s rock group Living Color. Okay. Which was a black, mm -hmm. very soulful. What was their big hit they had? A Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality. Yeah. 
amongst the, some others. Right. But uh, and they were a mix of digital and and analog. I mean, meaning like I remember they they incorporated some beat machine in with their stuff. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, a little bit. I okay, may not be I'm familiar wrong. with that part of their catalog. Okay. But nonetheless, I'm I know you're much know wrong here. Nonetheless. As I started experimenting with a different style of music, I started to create my style, which um, I think it became pretty signature as far as just like uh, a very soulful vocalist, but just marrying my style with other unexpected type of musical sensibilities, mm. rock, jazz, blues, you know. And so as I developed that, that became my, my signature trademark. But the thing about that was about that time, I think Kanye was my first cousin, younger first cousin, mm. who was a just very young, starting off just playing with samplers and drum machines at that time, was just kind of paying attention to what I was doing mm. at that time. And just kind of looked up to me as his older cousin that was like, had this knack for writing cool ass music. Mm. And, I, and I didn't even know he was really paying attention like that. So that's why in the story, there's more to the story, of course, but I, I, to answer your question directly, I think that was the moment that was the, the pinnacle or the most important part in my evolution, if you will, to just kind of because I think um, had it not been for, you know, it's kind of like that moment with that, that Reese's peanut butter moment where you get the peanut butter mixed in the chocolate with the chocolate. And it's right. like, oh, damn, I got this Reese's like I mixed this and I didn't know it was going to come out. like, right, right. You know, but that was my moment. So I don't even know if I answer your question. No, fairly, well, but I was at, I mean, you're asking you're answering a lot of questions, actually, that I have. But that's a good segue into the fact, which, by the way, so that, does that make so I'm, I'm friends with Kanye's cousin, Ricky. Ah. Is that your first cousin? Con no, Ricky's mom is my Second cousin. Okay, y'all got so a big a, family. We man. got a big family, but man. very close though. I mean, yeah, I y'all had the whole. I church. raised Ricky and Kanye. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when did you and Kanye first work together, and what was the first song that 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 yeah. you did with him yeah. when you knew like we got something? Yes. So it had to have been about old three ish. I want to say this is like probably he had started getting like placements. I know he had gotten a placement with that. And this is probably right post blueprint print one. Mm. Uh, he had some stuff. Well, I think his first big placement was like a Jermaine Dupree placement. So this is like oh, very really? close. Yeah, I think so. Like, Man, uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's crazy. But mind you coming off of that, that kind of era where I said I kind of shut down to music and wasn't really, I wasn't. So this was the thing that he would really get, ticked off at me because actually as he was starting to make his move onto the scene like of course I'm missing all of that so people would come up and say you know they would talk about whatever was going on in in the world of hip-hop and I say yeah I got a little cousin that he makes a few little beats his name is Kanye they're like Kanye's your cousin I was like yeah you heard of him mm -hmm. and they'd be like you know so it so was you like, didn't really know no, I had no what idea level he was I had at no at that time. idea I think that's amazing even up to the point when blueprint one came out I was like okay Who's Jay Z? I've been telling my family for years how big I am. And they, they don't understand. <laughs> they don't exactly. <laughs> so exactly. So I can definitely relate to that. So I was just like the older cousin. That Did you just... say pause? Nora <laughs> is a dirty, dirty-minded woman. Unreal. Right. <laughs> well, that's um, awesome, man. So what? Okay, what songs have you worked on that that the hip hop community would be familiar with? Let's go back to the first album, College Dropout, I'll Fly Away, okay. Spaceships, 
uh, school spirit. I think I did like five, ended up on like even some of the skits on college dropout. Interesting story was I didn't work on college dropout until the last two weeks of it. And so, yeah, it's a story that I've told it a million times, but um, once he started working on that project, I would call him and I, and he would tell me, man, and can we used to talk pretty regularly, like once every couple of weeks and we'd have a 30, 40 minute conversation. And all of a sudden he got too busy to have a conversation and he'd always be like, I'm in the studio, I'm working on my album. So I just hit him one day with like, like fool, we're family. Exactly. Is there any way I can at least like sing a, a line or something on the album? And so his comeback was, ah, yeah, see, everybody wants to get on the album. And then he basically kind of hit me off like that and he's like no cuz man I got this guy that I just signed to my production uh, situation that's doing all the vocals on the album his name is John Legend Okay. So you like, fuck John Legend. It's, right. it's exactly what I said. I didn't know I could say that on the air. Whoever John Yo, Legend we love is. You, John. <laughs> is John over there? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's right there in that camera. John was actually up here at Power 106 oh, okay. this morning. That, that's our so, fan. So what happened was a few weeks later, it was Christmas time, and we had this tradition. So at that time, Christmas time, like without fail, if you didn't show up at my grandmother's house in Oklahoma City, you were just like on that list, you know. So you did not show up for Christmas. Right. And so just over the years, it was kind of a routine. It was all my job because I would drive from Dallas to Oklahoma. But when I got there, it was always my job to pick he and his mom up, my aunt, from the airport. I always picked them up from the airport. Just kind of tradition. Kanye and, and, and his moms. mom. My aunt. Yeah, my aunt Donda. I always drove and picked them up. And we had this tradition that on the way from the airport, we would always play jam whatever we were working on. And this was back in the, cause I was this, it may have been CDs, but I almost can envision a cassette. Oh, you know, and we'd like pop in. It's like you play a song, I play a song. Mm -hmm. And this is we did this all the way from the airport to the house. It'd be like a 30 minute ride. And he was playing me college dropout songs that he had been working on up to. And there were only like two weeks left in production before the deadline for it to turn in. And spaceships came on. And I'm just casually I'm driving and I just start riffing on top of spaceships. He said, stop that cuz run it back. Do that again. And I just start riffing over it. He was like, that's what I've been wanting. That's it. He said, next Monday, I'm going to bring you out to L.A. We're going to the studio. I need you to do what you just did in the studio uh, on, the, on this song. So the following week, we were in the studio working on spaceships. We finished that. And then he's like, let's see what else you can do. And so do you remember how that part went? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Come on, man. I we, don't. Need some, we need something live like that. You <laughs> right. got me excited. Right. Well, you remember space. I want to fly. I want to fly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> man, it's it's. Uh, man, I'm straining to remember all the records that we've done over these years. It's been so many. Um, but before that weekend was over, I was on five songs on College Dropout. But it all happened in one week. All the stuff on so that trip Dropout, to LA was an amazing. Yeah, trip. Yeah, it was an amazing trip. So fast forward to finish your question. Late registration, of course, that was We Major, which was my favorite album. Yay record, by the way, was. And that was at record plant. It was. I remember. That. But I also want to talk about the fact that so there's there's other artists that that want to work with you, such as Tyler the Creator. I know recently he tweeted that he wants a, a Tony Williams Kanye West project. He said that I don't know if he's, he was implying he was. I don't know. Have you ever seen the Tyler feature on anything? Because I tried to hit him for a feature, and I don't. 
don't know that I've ever seen a Tyler feature. That'd be great, though. I mean, I'm definitely a fan. We'd love to see a Tony Williams, Kanye Tyler, West, Tyler the Creator Tyler album. The I mean, while crazy. Kanye's doing all these albums, he might as well do a, a Tyler the Creator album, yeah, right? Yeah, shout out to Tyler Creator for that one. I think that may have been the tweet that like pushed it all the way over the top. Mm. So maybe we'll get one. That's what's shout up. Shout out to Tyler the Creator. So what inspires you? Being such a musical, uh, you're a music head. You're 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 a singer. You're a musician. What what inspires you when you listen? Not, I, I I could ask you what inspires you in general, uh-huh. but I want to get a little more detail. What inspires you with the hip hop uh-huh. community? Like, are you a Ty Dolla Sign fan? Are you a, a, a I, Jeremiah fan? I, no, I am a Ty Dolla Dollar Sign fan. I'm a big fan of his, and we're when we're great, we're good friends as well. But but I I I'm not really inspired. By anything, even I get the question a lot, even with my own writing and compositions, what inspires you? And and I have a style um, and, and I'm basically a storyteller and I've always been intrigued by the craft of storytelling. When I was a kid, my mom, uh, I remember when I was a small kid, my mom was still in school working on her master's. And every Saturday we go to the library and she'd be researching or whatever she was doing and there was always this storyteller at the at the library and the kids would just sit on the floor around and she would tell these fascinating compelling stories and i was just always intrigued by that art Mm. that craft and so um i i think i think that all of us which is indicative by even um an experience in the barbershop. We just love to hear a great story. That's right. why you go to the barbershop. Just to, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? To hear the, I wouldn't even have story. my hair cut if it wasn't it, for the conversation. It, it, exactly. like, why, why do I need to go to the barbershop? <laughs> so I think everybody wants to hear a great story. And I, and I think that it, it's my responsibility as an artist to give a story, but even though, even if it's not my personal story. Right. So a lot of times I'm not inspired by anything. Mm. Uh, I just like what feels good. Uh, and I think so many times in music, um, you know, we, we shape the listener's idea of what they like in music. That's what a program, a program, or a program director, we are, we are programming what someone should receive or what they should accept as what's good. Um, I always, there's a, there's a, there's a, a statement or riddle or whatever you call it that, that I've seen before. And it, it always stuck with me. And it said, if you didn't know how old you are, how old would you be? Mm. That's real, because I'm 18. It's, it's, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've been 18 for years. So, so I always Crazy. think about if, if nobody ever told you what good music was, what you should like, then what music would you gravitate sure. towards? And I think that's what music is to me. It's just like what I feel innately nah, to me. For sure. And it's not about being inspired, because mm. I, I got enough music. If I never listen to any more music, whether it be hip-hop, R&B, if you cut me open, I'm just going to bleed out soul. Right. Because that's what <laughs> right. I am. Right. You know, so I'm not necessarily so, inspired Did you bleed out some soul? With uh, Tayana Taylor, what was your Woo. what was your uh, involvement with her uh, with her album? You know what? Probably less than some of the others in it, in this five song rollout. But I did have some vocals on the song "Hurry," which is uh, just I think maybe my favorite song on the album, as well as the song um, "Never Would Have Made It." Never would have made it. Uh, so there are some Tony Williams background vocals on the Tiana project. Mm. You know, I did write one of the original versions of the song Three Ways. 
uh, which I think was a great version, Tiana. <laughs> However, um, you know, I think, and she worked closely with this with the the writer writing duo Nova, which they're just incredible. But I think it's great for you know for someone with a female perspective to write for a female artists. What about Nas? Oh man, so what about Nas? I, well, I see the shirt. Well, what about Nas? I see the shirt, <laughs> and I I know you have the shirt on number one because you're a fan. But what what what's been your involvement with uh with Nas? You know, of course, you know the the, the story about the Wyoming whole experience about all. Of I us. went to Wyoming. Hold up, were you out there? I was. Okay, well, we must have been in. We passing. had to. Yeah. We probably had a yeah, drink yeah. under the uh the, the little rant or by the fire or yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, but I, I want to ask you so about when, Wyoming when too. Nas showed up. It was like you know, cause you know we had the the we major moment on late registration, you know, uh, which I think was magical. Um. So when Nas showed up, I was like, Nas, you know I got you. We got to create another moment. So mm. he was very receptive. You, you mean when Nas showed up? To Wyoming. Oh, so recently. you guys did something right after that. Right after what? You guys did something since Wyoming? No. Well, of course, you heard the song, the Bonjour okay. joint. Yeah. Bonjour was created within this uh, three days before you heard it. Oh, wow. But we started working on it in, 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 in Wyoming. Got you. So once we came back here for the Kids See Ghosts release and all that, once we moved camp back to L.A., we just picked up in the studio working on Nas's stuff, and that's when the whole bonjour came together. I see. But I don't know. What was your original question? What was Man, I'm just, just asking questions. Man, I, I, just, it's Nas, man. man. I don't know what else to say. Like, it's Nas. You, so, and I'm just, man, I'm just so grateful but, just to. So when I, when I look more into things you've done, names like Jay-Z pop up, mm -hmm. and of course, you know, uh, Tiana Taylor, what, what, what was your involvement with Jay-Z? I'm just intrigued by this, man, because uh, you, you've done so much, and and so, it's just it's amazing to me well my first record with jay-z i want to say was a song called history uh it was on the lebron james more than a game soundtrack but okay. we also performed it at the first barack inauguration she could have performed and you performed with nas last night no nah, i didn't i was at tiana's release oh you're at tiana's release yeah yeah who told me you performed with Nas? you performed it but not, not with me nas oh. performed it I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nas performed Bonjour last night. Last night. I got it. I got Sans it. Sans Tony Williams. And how did that feel when it got back to you? Like, yo, he's at Stable Center performing his record. Like, were you like, damn it, why I'm at the Tiana Taylor party when I should be there? <laughs> well, actually, I thought it was great. I think the first showing of that where it popped up, he actually was at the Valentino show in Paris from Fashion Week a few days ago. And the song played during the the catwalk situation which is just you know I that's think gotta I, be an amazing oh feeling. my god yeah very awesome so i'm just shout outs to all the people that are supporting the song is there anybody in particular that you yearn to work with within the hip-hop community i mean put it out there let's tell them right now Whoa, that's the thing man i've i've actually actually probably worked with all of them so you like, work with big sean with? being that you're involved with the good music stuff i've not worked with him on a big sean project big sean and i wrote together on graduation back when he first came into the good music see family. i feel like at this point bro i could i could bring but, up any artist and he's like I've oh yeah, touched yeah, him somewhere. Him, yeah we, like, we've <laughs> yeah somewhere <laughs> like uh, we smoked together on sunday right. <laughs> Oh man! Well, hey man! Congratulations on all your success, and uh, what what's coming in the future for you, immediately for you right now? Yes. So, 
Uh, my last main. Are you getting favors back from Kanye doing some beats? Well, hopefully, hopefully okay. there's a seven yeah, song come on, Tony man, Williams album. But I've got an album that's already finished. It's a. Can take... we get a Tony Williams Kanye West album? That's what I'm hoping. Dog, for. that that's would be that'd for. be amazing. Man. Yeah, yeah, maybe some tweets or something like that. Like what you just said. That you put that in a tweet. Got you. Attention. I'll make, I'll, and I'll tell Mike <laughs> Dean to stay on Kanye. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there's an album, King of the Fool, Volume Two, which is the second coming of my last mainstream album which is 2012 king of the fool volume one that's already on deck ready to go uh in fact there's a single coming from it uh within the next couple of weeks that also features wale called everybody knows so that's the first thing in the pipe i know something i I wanted to ask you early on what instruments how many instruments and which instruments do you play Mm -hmm. Or, or is it easier for me to say what instruments do you not play Nah. I'm I am a composer and like I said I'm not very proficient at any of them but you do <laughs> my strings, voice. horns, I, everything. I'm a composer in my writing. I'm a singer-songwriter, and my writing tool is basically piano. And it, and sometimes I when I feel like it, I pick up a guitar and gotcha. compose. That's awesome. Are you still in uh, Oklahoma City? I live in Dallas. Oh, that's yeah, right. Okay, you said guy. that. Yeah. What part of Dallas? Same area. Did you say you lived in Arlington? I live like no, Arlington, no, no. Fort Worth area. Oh, okay. So you yeah. live on I-30. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. Well, uh, exactly. K-104, the station I worked at Right down Dallas. the street. A few exits right, from there. Yep, Grand Prairie. Yep, Grand Prairie. Exactly. And they used to be in a dentist's office, and now yeah. they got a new. Uh, I think KRB is in that same correct same building. That's correct. That's my fan bam out Shout there. Out man. Shout Kiki out to J. Dallas. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what's up. Well, Matt, Tony, man, you're always welcome here, man. Uh, we we love you. Nothing but success to you, bro. And we're gonna stay on. We're gonna we're all gonna push Kanye, and we're gonna push you Appreciate to push it. Kanye because we need it. that Tony Williams Kanye West album. Thank you. That's what's up. Thank you, Enjoy Tony Williams, here. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Shout out Philly Phil.